All right, we are live. Hi, everybody. We are reviewing a lot of videos from a lot of Westerners, including a lot of a young Western woman converting to Islam. So I we want to look at these videos and figure out what the hell is happening. So by the way, I'm here with Anna and Vikram. Hi, guys. So, Hail Anna, I already Anna. had on my show before. As Let me turn this off. Let me just turn this off. Okay. All right. Do you guys want to introduce yourself before we get started? So, Anna, you, you go first. Anna is frozen. Okay, there we go. Anna, you go first. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. You go first. Can you introduce yourself yeah, before we get started? Yeah, I can hear you, yes. Oh, there's a big delay. I'm just going to introduce you myself because there's well, a big delay. So, Anna, oh, you go ahead. Uh, I live in Israel and I was born here. Both of my parents, mm -hmm. they came from the Soviet Union. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm an atheist. I'm half Jewish. Mm -hmm. Like my mother isn't Jewish, mm -hmm. but my father is. And I study mm -hmm. Middle Eastern studies in the university. So I really yes. like learning about Islam and the history of different Muslim countries. Mm -hmm. Are you going to convert to Islam like all these women that there are going to be like showing today? There is a huge delay. Oh, yeah, there's a huge delay. Uh, Vikram. Oh. Wait, okay, so let me actually maybe, tell maybe people I'm about Anna. Maybe leave and maybe refresh. Refresh. Maybe everything. I will try to connect again. Maybe refresh? Yes, refresh your okay, refresh maybe. your browser. Yeah, um, yes. So while we wait for Anna, Vikram. Hi, Vikram. People know Vikram. Vikram has already been on the show before. Do you want to tell? Okay, Vikram is an ex-Hindu atheist, I think, right? Would that be fair to yes. say? Okay. okay, okay. So we have an ex-Muslim atheist, which is me. We have Anna, who is an ex-Jewish atheist. And we have Vikram, who is an ex-Hindu atheist. If we had Susanna here, our set would be complete. We would have ex-Christian atheists. So ex-Muslim, ex-Jewish, ex-Hindu, and ex-Christian. That would We should do that. We should have a show with all four of us, ex-everything atheists, right? So, guys, uh, by the way, I, I want to mention something about Anna. Anna is having internet issues. So let me just put her down. A little. No, I'll just wait for her. Um, Anna uh, speaks four languages. Anna speaks uh, English, Hebrew, Russian, and Persian. And now she's also learning. Oh, Anna's back. She's also learning Arabic. So, and, but Anna is having internet connection issues. But let me actually show you. Let me see who's in the live chat. Oh, Vikram is here. Mm, last saw him on, in Destiny's stream. Hello from India. Anna sounds like an Eastern Europe name. Um, well, Anna is a very common name. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, there we go. Hey, Anna, can you hear us now? You're back. Ooh, major delay. Question for Anna. Uh, Rezel is saying, what is it like being patrilineal Jew in Israel? Anna, can you hear us, or there's a major delay still? Yes, now, now I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. 
Do you want to answer this question from Ray's? Okay. Oh, there's still a major delay. What is it like being a patrilineal Jew in Israel? Well, um, I don't feel very different for, from others. Whenever, whenever I'm I'm outside, like no one knows usually that that I'm not uh, entirely Jewish. But when when it comes to dating, it's a little bit uh, complicated because most of the of the Jews they want to marry someone who is Jewish on the maternal line, and mm -hmm. uh, it's complicated in, in this in this uh, case. And I, I don't want to convert, of course, because I don't believe in Judaism. So I think it's mm. it's just a waste of time. And like, I don't think that it, it's worth it to convert just because uh, a guy wants it. But isn't that a good thing? Wouldn't that wouldn't you basically be filtering out all those can, guys that care about such Yes, we can hear you, but there's a major delay. I think your internet connection is bad, so that's why. Yeah, like. Oh, okay. Go I I hope it will get better soon. Anyways, yeah. I think that uh, it's kind of helpful that. Yes. Whoever whoever asks this, are you Jewish? From and when I say half, I, and he asks like on the maternal uh, line, on the paternal line. So for me, it's like a filter. I filter out all the all the bad guys with it. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, everybody who like, cares about. I, I prefer someone who doesn't care for this. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So and I just know that whenever I'm speaking, there's going to be a little bit delay. So there might be some. Uh, we might interrupt each other because of the delay, but that's fine. Anyways, we should get to some of these videos, right? Let me show you this one. So, okay, yeah, Anna's connection is messing up, so it's fine, it's fine. But let's look at this one. Let's look at, um, I have a lot of videos today from a lot of Western women talking about Islam, converting to Islam. And the weird thing about all of this is that this is this has all been a, a reaction to um, the October 7th attack. Isn't that uh, insane? What do you think of it? Like, you know, from all the events in the world, this being the result, this being the reason why people convert to Islam kind of shows, I don't know why, like, why this event? Why would you think that we see a wave of Western young Westerners converting to Islam as a response to Hamas attacking Israel on October 7th? Like it doesn't make sense. You would think that people would be grossed out by Islam. You would think that people would want to leave Islam after one after seeing an event like that. You know, like we saw a mass exodus out of Islam after the rise of ISIS. Um, but now we're seeing with, with Hamas, we're seeing the opposite with Hamas with, after the attack of Hamas on Israel. Instead of people think looking at that and thinking that's gross and evil, they decide to like, oh, yeah, I would like a little bit more of that. And they convert into Islam. What do you think the main difference between the rise of ISIS is and the attacks on, of Hamas on Israel? Why do, are we seeing two different kinds of reactions? Not super knowledgeable on the Hamas stuff. I haven't paid that much attention to it, but I feel like 
you know, a lot of these people who are converting right now, as soon as they, they are like required to follow Islam, they'll leave right away. Um, I don't think it's just them following a trend on TikTok. I don't think most of them even know what they are like signing up for, you know? Yeah. What do you think, Anna? What do you think that people are converting to Islam as a response to the October, uh, after seeing the October 7th? I think that it's their way probably to, to support this side of the conflict. Like they want to show mm -hmm. that uh, they are in the same, in the same group of people and they don't understand mm -hmm. the conflict very, very well. So, and they mm -hmm. don't understand Islam, obviously. And I think it stems also from Jew hatred, like they want to dissociate themselves from Jews and also from white colonialists and everything the West represents in order to be on the side of the oppressed. Exactly. I think that's, a, that's the main difference. Um, a, a lot of these people, they want to be anti-West, anti-colonial, anti-imperial, right? So the problem with ISIS was ISIS was mostly attacking other Muslims. Oh. And it was not so there was a lot of violence by ISIS and but the targets of their attacks were a lot of Muslims. So many Westerners didn't care to they didn't sympathize with ISIS, but there were a lot of uh, Muslims who saw ISIS brutality and they looked into it and they saw that it's, it is according to, it is in accordance with Islam and they were turned off by Islam and they left Islam. However, what Hamas is doing, Hamas is attacking Israel and that makes a lot of people, makes a lot of, of um, Western leftists uh, happy because they see it as a force of anti-imperialism, anti-Zionism anti-israel anti-white they also and, they also use yeah. the existing narratives of jew hatred and use it to propel the, the this idea like jew hatred exists everywhere around the world and hamas just uses this existing jew hatred in order to gain popularity mm -hmm. Um, people, so D and is agreeing with Vikram. They say, I think it's a fad. I disagree that this is a fad, but so Vikram agrees with D because this is a fad that has lasted multiple decades. The idea of the, the anti-imperial, anti-colonial, anti-Western, anti-white part of left has always had a fascination with Islam. And because Islam is a much more destructive and effective force against you know the western ideas and western institutions um and because leftists fail at being able to be organized and be able to uh, you know be a major uh political and military force against western powers and the islamists are capable of doing exactly what their dreams these are basically when you see hamas attacking israel or westerners this is what a lot of these leftists dream of but they are so bad at uh moderating and organizing that they will never have the capability to do such a thing so they want to see their dreams they they when they see islamists do their work for them they just get behind them because they themselves will never be able to be such a major force against Western powers. So they just 
endorse that endorse endorse when when they see the victory of islamists uh when they when they see them attacking westerners they, it's just basically their dreams coming true so they just jump on that bandwagon um and that's why i think like this is good this is not just a fact it's not about islamic rules and abiding by islamic standards it's just basically the brand of islam they're using that brand of islam to uh for their own revolutionary uh fetish they have a fe they have a fetish against um dismantling um western and basically what they consider white and imperial powers and you know they see the the brand that is doing that the most is is islamism and they want to just jump on that and that's they don't need to really follow Islamic rules as long as they have the branding of it. That's that's all what that's all they need. Again, this is my analysis, but I don't know. A lot of these videos uh, were sent to me by Susanna, so I haven't watched them yet. Maybe let's listen to it. Maybe we'll get uh, get a better understanding of what it's about. Let's listen. So I'm taking my shahada today. Uh, two o'clock today. Two o'clock today. Oh my goodness. And of course, I will be filming it and showing you guys. So Shahada is basically the you testifying that Allah is the only uh, God and Muhammad is his, is his prophet. So when you do the Shahada, you basically become a Muslim. Yeah. In this land, um, we're just going to repeat in Arabic and Arabic, and then we'll do it in English, inshallah. So we say Ashhadu, Ashhadu, and La Ilaha Illallah, Illallah, Washhadu, Washhadu, Anna, Anna, Muhammad, Muhammad, Rasulullah. And if you're coming from Christian background, we also say Isa, Jesus, Son of Mary, Isa, Jesus, Son of Mary. He is also Rasulullah. He's also a messenger. He's also a messenger. So what we have just said is that I testify, I testify that there is no God worthy of worship, that there is no God worthy of worship, no object worthy of worship, no object worthy of worship, no deity worthy of worship, no deity worthy except. Allah alone, except Allah alone, and that Prophet Muhammad is the final prophet and messenger. And alhamdulillah, you have entered into Islam. This is the best moment of your life. May Allah increase your knowledge. Mm. So it's interesting. So he added something to the to her testimony. She so she testified that Allah is the only God worthy of worship, and also that Muhammad is the prophet. So that's the shahadat. But because she comes from a Christian background. She also had to add that Jesus is also a prophet, a messenger of Allah, because not the, not not God Himself, not the Son of God Himself. But now that, that's basically all you have to do to become a Muslim. By the way, guys, do you want to do the shahadat here on the show? Anybody wants to do the shahadat and become a Muslim here live on air on the show? Let me see if I'm getting. Okay, so this is what you say. Okay, you say Muhammad Rasulullah. So if I meant if I really meant that, that would make me a Muslim. But I didn't mean it. So mm -hmm. it didn't work. So just saying it is not gonna be good enough. You have to really mean it. Let me see. At this point, I've heard you convert and deconvert to Islam from Islam to and from so many times. It's like you're an apostate no matter what you do, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's in and out, in and out. Yeah. All right, let me see. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, Anna's. Anna, are you I there with us? Are you here? Oh, you didn't hear us. Okay, Anna's. I'm here, but here I don't today. hear you. Okay, well, that's why okay. Is it, why is it like this? 
I don't know when when I when I open other uh, when I open it seems to be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why connection sucks today, so, but that's okay. Let me see. Oh, hold on. We we got a super chat here. Blade is saying young Westerners who are converting are saying Islam is feminist. LOL. They are obviously following it like a trend. Uh, not not researching about Islam. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's again, like I said, they they are the only part of Islam that they have to uh, that they. Is that they re they have researched Islam to to an extent, right? No, what and they understand the part that they like is that is speaking that it's an it's a rebellious force against the powers that be. That's all that they need. These are again young people who feel rebellious, who feel they they have a revolution. They they need a, they're in need for revolution and rebellion. And right now, think about it. Look look at all around the world. Which what ideology is providing that the most it's islam um like when it comes to the world power right now um liberalism is the the hegemon the powers that the the main um ideology that is taking over that it's the ideology that a lot of the institutions a lot of the order in the world you know in the politics of many different countries of the world order abides by liberal by 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 liberal standards right so if you are and again a lot of young people have this desire this strong desire to fight against whatever order um there is like basically this is the same uh kind of giving into the same desires that people fight islam like for example in islamic countries you see a lot of people are anti-islamic because the order in those countries are Islam. And again, a lot of young people have the desire to fight against power, fight against the order that is managing everything, that is controlling everything, right? But but the main order that exists around the world is the world liberal order. And if, if you look at all the brands and all the ideologies that are anti-liberalism, uh, the, all the illiberal powers in the world, which one of them is the most successful at being I be, uh, being a major cause to liberal order, it, it's Islam, right? So that's why I think th that's the reason why you find the appeal in Islam. Anyway, are you back with us, Anna? Everything better? Yeah, I, I think that now it's much better. Now I, I hear better, you very yeah. clearly and yeah, I'm clearly. back. Yeah. All right, let's look at this one. Guys, at any time, if you have any comments about one of these videos, just open your mic and tell me, okay? Oh my gosh. The Quran is telling men to spend money on women. Yalla Habibi, come to Islam. It says here in Al Nisa, number 34, men are protectors of women because God has made some of them excel others and because they spend their wealth on them. Yalla Habibi, come to Islam. It's so nice over here. And also, and give the women their dowries willingly but if they of their own accord remit any part of it to you you may make use of it you have to pay women their dowry pay women give them their money <laughs> this is so incredible i have never heard of a religion that upholds women to such an amazing level and encouraging the men to protect them to provide for them 
um, to take care of them. Islam is at the top for women's rights and giving women a very high status in society. All right, what do you guys think I about I think that? this is a troll. Like, this is just someone trolling. Sentence, every single sentence she says, I was just completely shocked. Every single sentence. <laughs> like that Islam cares for women's rights or that uh, it's written for uh, to the men to give money to the women. Well, technically you have to give the dowry, but for example, when uh, your parents pass out, your brothers get twice as much as the inheritance than than the woman and it is said also that uh, the the man is the protector but he's also the um like he he's the ruler in the house so he he can you can't really you can't really do anything without his permission because he's the ruler of the house mm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's exactly in the verse. I'm going to mention the verse that she mentioned. Um, but I mean, your your Anna is a lot more knowledgeable on Islam than she is. But she's not a troll, Vikram. Not at all. <laughs> she's pretty serious. She has an entire a channel, uh, TikTok and Instagram, dedicated to teaching people about Islam. She's pretty serious about this. She's becoming I famous. As well. If she were to ask me. So if you were to ask me, uh, if someone wanted to make a massive troll on TikTok about Islam, what should they do? I'd say to do what she did. <laughs> I, yeah, I think you underestimate how I I I ignorant people are. That's why it it's hard to, uh, you know, it's hard to distinguish between trolls and actual stupid people. But this one, unfortunately, is not a troll. Anna, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I, I wanted to add about like women women's rights in Islam. Uh, the like in a in a in a courthouse, for example, you can't trust the testimony of a woman as much of a man, and the testimony of women is twice uh, less valuable, less uh, credible than the testimony of the testimony of men. And as far as I know, in in very serious crimes, for example, like adultery, is considered serious. Uh, four men have to testify, but it is impossible to bring eight women because Hodud crimes are like they need more credibility. I, I, yeah. I saw in some Shia sources that you can bring maybe three men and two women, which is also uh, a stretch. But basically, in Hodud crimes, women can can't testimony, and that includes uh, adultery. Uh, like um, R A P E, <laughs> everything. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I mean, this is the very verse that she mentioned. The uh, is a verse that tells you to beat women. Like she didn't read the entire verse. Like, okay, let me bring her back up. Like, look at the on. Quran is. Look at this. Look, she didn't. Oh my gosh. The Quran is telling men to spend money on women. Yalla Habibi, come to Islam. It says here in Al Nisa, number 34. Al Nisa, number 34. That's some, one of the most verse, famous verses in the Quran, you know. 
that is basically about wife beating, but she doesn't read the verse completely. I mean, she must have read the whole verse. She must. Uh, she wouldn't just read the first part of the verse and not read the rest of it. So she must have read the entire thing, but she's choosing to only mention the first part. So why is she um, not reading? The, like, is she not reading the entire thing on purpose? Because that that is a verse that tells you. You know, so look at how she's interpreting it. The, the verse is telling you that men are superior to women. That's what the verse says. And then it says the reason why men are superior to women is because men spend uh, their, they work and they make money and provide for women. So she's like, oh my God, this is so pro-woman. It's telling men to provide for women. Like imagine that. Imagine a verse that is saying men are the protectors of women because men are superior and the reason why men are superior is that, that they are the ones who provide. And she's like, oh, men should provide? Isn't that great? The Quranic verse is telling men to provide. And then it continues, the verse continues by saying, should I show this verse on the screen? Because a lot of people might not believe yeah, me. Yeah, I think, I think it's better if you show the, the surah, the, the verse. Like the entire surah is pretty much anti-women. Anti the entire surah, yeah. you, can, you can find a lot of things. That are can I just say one thing? I'll just say one thing about this. I feel like if she really wants to like to uh, make that point clear, she should be like, guys, Islam tells you to donate to women, to give your money to women. So here's a link to my OnlyFans. Go and subscribe and uh, and be good Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so here here's the again. I'm not making this up. This is Nisa. For uh, 34, the one that she mentions. So, so the, I have like a couple of different translations. Let me actually, um, let me get you the best translations just to make sure that I'm not making stuff up, right? So Abdul Halim is good. Pictal is good. And Sahih International. These are the main ones that people go to, right? So let's look at all the translations. Men are in charge of women, right? Husbands should take care of their wives, okay? Men are in charge of women. So these are the translations, okay? And this one, Abdul Halim is saying men should take care of their wives. But, you know, so Al-Rajal, which is men, protectors, Al-Nisa. So men are protectors of women, okay? So not some people translate it, they're in charge of women. Some people are saying that they're the caretaker of women. But why? Because Allah has given one over the other um, and they spend for maintenance from their wealth, okay? So... And this one says, God has given some some more than the other. So basically it says, men are the protectors of women because God has given one of us, which is the men, more than the other one. So we are basically better. Men are in charge of women because Allah has made one of them excel the other. So men excel women, right? So again, why is the reason? Why do men excel women? Because they spend from their wealth. So basically, we, we are the men are the providers. So she is looking focusing on this part that men are the providers, and she's like, Oh my god, this is so pro-woman because because God is telling men to spend on women. But like she doesn't focus on the part that is saying, like, okay, but the re this is God is saying this to show you why men are better. Right? And then it continues. Um, uh, so righteous women are devotely obedient. Guarding in their husband's absence what Allah would have them guard. So basically tell them what women to be obedient. And then it continues, but uh, but those wise from whom 
from whom you fear arrogance. So if you fear that some of your wives are arrogant, again, from when it says from whom you fear arrogance is because God is talking to men. The Quran is written for a man to read, not for a woman to read. It's like the audience is mostly men. That's why it's saying talking like this. So it's giving us instructions. So if you fear arrogance, so even if she's not arrogant, but you just fear arrogance, the first the steps that you should take is that first advise them. So first tell them. Then if they persist, forsake them in bed. Finally, strike them. And again, here it says lightly in brackets. The reason why it says it puts the lightly in brackets because the lightly is not in the text. What's so written we in, see the, in the, the Arabic text? What is written in the Arabic? Yeah. I want to say. Azrabahuna. Uh, Daraba is, is to, to beat. Daraba. Daraba. To, Zaraba it's, is to beat, exactly. Yeah. Like yes. I'm studying Arabic and it's to beat. It's not something else. Yes, that's me. Yeah, exactly. So let's look at let's see if the lightly here is in the text at all, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So this one is saying, and those whom you fear, mm -hmm. ill conduct, and this one advise them, and then forsake them, basically forsake them in bed, and in bed, okay. And look, this is bed, and then va'azrabahuna. Strike mm -hmm. them. There is no lightly in the original text. Let's look at the other translations. Then ignore them. And if they, okay. And then hit them. It says hit them. So this one doesn't yeah. even have the lightly version. And then also scourge them. Okay. Yeah, so the, there, is the, no this is, there is no there, lightly in the, in the, in the verse. There There's is no, no lightly in, in, yeah. in the Arabic verse, at least not that I can see from here. Um, yeah, Azrabahuna means hit them. So basically, this lady who's trying to convince us to come to Islam. Actors of women. Women. This, she's reading the verse. She's reading the verse. Um, the verse that she's using as a as an example for how pro woman Islam is is the wife beating verse, which is unbelievable. Like from all the verses to pick to show how pro-woman Islam is to pick that one it's I don't know the, the height of irony I don't even know what to say like the, the only thing worse could be maybe picking picking a verse about uh how you should treat your slaves or something like this <laughs> maybe the only thing yeah worse. yeah exactly exactly so uh we have a couple of super chats um, Jean is saying, Anna, can you please mention Physicians for Human Rights Israel? They are the best humanist organizations working now, I found. And that's the name in Hebrew. Uh, it means thank you. You are doing a great job. Uh, so actually, oh, okay. I'm, I'm not, I don't know about uh, this. Like, I, I'm not sure what what human rights organization is this like i i need to search about it i'm sorry but i will i will mention it maybe in the, in future episodes like i want i want to search about it first before... anyways if you yeah, if yeah, you do any, any good work thank you for the good work <laughs> yes <laughs> the gaijin american saying armin you should start a secular humanist school for islam for gen z and guide Gen Z as their grand Mufti Ayatollah. Well, that's what we're doing here. This is basically this is this is session number one. That's what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. I, I will be the first then, Ayatollah. 
<laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes, the fe female Ayatollah. That's fantastic. First female. Ayatollah, Ayatollah Anna Ramatgani. I, I was born in Ramatgani. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that. I like that. Wait, let me actually go back here. All right. And then we got another super chat from Blade. Blade is saying, What is wrong with these women? Islam says all women are intellectually deficient. This is also one of the reasons why they go to hellfire. Um, oh, yeah, there is hadith that says that uh, hell, hell is filled with women more than men. So you know, most women the, will end up in hell. The explanations I, I heard for why women shouldn't uh, give testimonies in Hadud crimes in the most... Uh, serious crimes is that uh, once that they are intellectually deficient, that uh, they are too preoccupied to care for the children, and this is why they can't develop intellectually enough, things like that. So yeah, right. it, it is it is definitely in Islam. I mean, all, both in Shia and Sunni, I have seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, there is we have Sahih hadith that specifically says that. So the Quran says that the testimony of a woman is worth half a man. And Muhammad explains why in an hadith. And also Ali, Ali, the first Imam of Shias and the fourth Khalifa of um, Sunnis, mentions the reasons for this, which is basically women are basically stupid. That's, again, mm -hmm. that's not what I'm saying. That's what Muhammad says, right? Um, let me... Let me bring this one. By the way, Anna, you know a lot about Islam. How come you know so much about Islam? You study, you, you can you tell people why you know so much about Islam? Are you I trying guess, to become I guess a Muslim? I'm just curious. I, I really have no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I don't I don't study with an imam or something. Um, you but, don't? but I, I know, your I know, I know uh, Persian pretty well, so I sometimes read tafsirs in Persian. <laughs> And and I'm trying to you read tafsirs. You read tafsirs <laughs> of the Quran. Oh my God! Yeah, uh, I okay. don't do this uh, this a lot, but uh, yeah, that's crazy. Um, okay, sometimes, sometimes I do. I mean, and, right, and so the, what the things, the things that the, that are written in Persian are, are really like, um, I mean, sometimes they, they go really far from the Quranic texts in the tafsirs so it's really interesting yeah. <laughs> to, to yes, read it. Yes. so the here's what i think because you're you're ex-jewish so this is how i explain this to people the relationship of tafsir to the quran but by the way for people who don't know what tafsir is tafsir is the commentary the um the ulama the scholarly islamic scholars commentary on quranic verses so that people could understand what these verses are about right so the relationship between tafsir and the Quran, tell me if you think this is accurate, Dana, because you're you're familiar with both Islam and Judaism, so you're the best person to ask this, right? I think it's closest to the relationship between the Talmud and the Torah. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, mm. The Talmud okay, sometimes good. sometimes the Talmud has like additional stories. Uh, I think like it, it is the tafsirs are also they they take some hadiths and and they put inside the tafsir especially earlier tafsirs that I, I have seen they literally take an entire hadith and put put in into the tafsir so uh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree I agree I think it's it's relatively uh, close 
it's relatively mm -hmm. close yeah yeah oh we got a super chat from yusuf yusuf is saying anna please help indonesia with a faith issue so anna can you help indonesia uh i'm not so so sure how i don't speak indonesian mm. sadly <laughs> but uh you have to help you have to help indonesia yusuf is asking <laughs> but but thank you yeah we will we will try to thank do you, some more you. content about it yeah thank you um all right let's see what this woman is saying okay so i talk to new muslims all the time and probably the number one anxiety that i hear expressed from new muslims and the number one anxiety i had as a new muslim is going to the masjid it's very similar to being the new so she's a new muslim she's a white woman who converted to islam she's talking about the number one anxiety of new muslims is going to the masjid and masjid guys is the mosque so she's like I didn't know that's an anxiety for new Muslims. I would think that I would have guessed that would be the opposite. I would think that as a new Muslim, the least anxious place to go to would be a mosque because there are people there who are who believe in your religion. And as a new convert, they are they should be very welcoming there. They were like, oh my God, a white woman converting to Islam. They worship you there. They will do shirk there. You know, if you're a white woman converting to Islam, that is the best way to make Muslims commit shirk because they will literally worship you over Allah, right? So <laughs> let's uh, very similar. I mean, are you, are you seducing me to convert? <laughs> yeah. Why? You like to be worshipped? <laughs> no, it's saying white women converting to Islam. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But 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 I don't know. I don't like to be worshipped. If you like to be worshipped, then yeah, I would suggest that. I would suggest that. Yeah, let's continue. Get at school. Nobody knows you, you feel like you're not fitting in, you feel like you're just kind of the odd man out. And on top of that, a lot of times masjids in non-Muslim countries are treated as cultural centers. So everyone might be from the same culture and you're coming in someone completely different and people just kind of stare at you sometimes and treat you like you don't belong there. And we already it's have so imposter true. syndrome. We already feel like we don't belong there because we're nervous, we're vulnerable, we, we don't know what we're doing, we don't know if we pray right, we don't know if we're going in the right entrance. We're having all of these thoughts and then sometimes people actively treat us like we don't belong there on top of that and when that happens that person who feels rejected by the community doesn't come back to the masjid and one day they might leave islam because they don't have anyone holding them accountable or supporting them and they don't feel like they belong anyways i know you might say well why don't they just talk that is not true that i have talked to a lot of white women who converted to islam and the main thing that happens when they go to these, you know, masjids or whatever else Muslims are gathering is they get bombarded with marriage proposals. So it's not, it's not, it's not the case. She's like, this is not at all uh, a reflection of what I think, what I've seen the experiences of newcomers when they go to Islam. From, from my experience. From, yeah. from my experience, of course, I didn't convert to Islam. But whenever an Arab learns that I can that I can uh, say something in Arabic or read even the smallest verse from the Quran, he's like, "Wow, you can read the Quran! Oh my God!" <laughs> they, yeah. they get really excited. Yes, yes. So, mm. I, so I, here, here's another example. Anna hasn't even converted to islam but just speaking she speaks arabic a little bit she she you know five uh, surahs and in, in the quran by memory right anna and yeah. a lot of people get really excited about that and they welcome that so imagine if she fully converted to islam there would be a lot of appreciation and a lot of people like 
celebrating that. So she, I don't know why she's, I think this is a victimhood complex that she's having. She's like, even when she converts to Islam, she was like, oh, we're like not being treated like, well, I, this is not at all a, 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 a reflection of reality. But, but Vikram, I saw you open your mic. You want to say something? Yeah, we're saying like, if there's any woman watching who's interested, you know, in having Muslim men like simp for them, you don't even need to convert to Islam. Just learn a few Arabic words and Anna is reproof, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so Anna, like, actually, Anna, let's see how, if that works. You know um, five surahs in the Quran by memory, right? Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, do you want to say one of them? If you're comfortable right now? Yeah, why no not? pressure. Okay, say one of them. Okay, I, I will try not to laugh. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> wait, wait a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're you're failing already at not laughing. Alhamdulillahi <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good, good, good. That's the most famous one. That's Fatah or Hamd. Um, do you, I, I, I remember you only that one. <laughs> yeah, do you know the do one? Not... Allah Ahad, Allah Samad. Do you know that one? Uh -huh, yeah, Allah Ahad, Allah Samad. Okay, do that one. Yes, yes, yes. Those are the two main ones that the one that you read and the one that when, when Muslims pray, that's the main two ones that they do recite while they're praying. So those are the things. So you know five in total? You've memorized five in total? Yeah, I know five in total. Uh, I can also you know pray like a, like a Sunni Muslim. I don't know how, how, uh, like how she has prayed, but Allah. You know how to do the salat? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god. You know you you know more surahs by memory than I do. I only remember two of them. You know five. So that's crazy. <laughs> oh look, it's working. Ali is like <laughs> Yes, I knew it. I knew it. Okay. Good job, Ellie. Okay, let's continue. Talk to us. Again, think about being the new kid at school. You're scared to do that. You're hoping that somebody will be nice enough to say hi to you. I know it might be hard to understand if you're not a revert, but it's really scary to go to the masjid alone, especially the first few times. It's a So they call people who convert to Islam a revert, not a convert. Does anybody know why that is? Here's the quiz. I, I think Good that question. they heard something something about it that everyone is born Muslim, but then he forgets that he's a Muslim and then he has to like convert back <laughs> something like this. Yes, exactly, exactly. So basically the reason why people who convert to Islam are called reverts is because they're not converting to Islam, they're coming back to Islam because all of us, every single human being, when they're born, they are born a Muslim. So if, if, if anybody converts to Islam, they're coming back to Islam. So that will be, they will become reverts. That's why they're called reverts, right? Yeah, exactly. Because people are saying in the lecture, because everyone is born Muslim. Yeah. Very vulnerable experience. So please, if you ever see someone at the masjid who looks a little bit out of sorts, so they don't really know what they're doing, 
just introduce yourself, talk to them for a bit, because honestly, you might be the reason they come back. All right. So let me see if I have some other videos. Yeah, I do have. Actually, more you don't. You don't have to to pray very loudly. Like you can even curse a lot, and if you do it very, uh, like in a very small voice, no one, no one is gonna notice. <laughs> yeah. True. Oh, look at there are this a lot one. of people around you. And I, no one, no one is is watching you so so closely to see. Uh, wait, ha, have you have you said the the words every single word correctly? You just have yeah, to no, do whatever, no, whatever everyone else is doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could just copy other people. You know, nobody's nobody's yeah, exactly. bothering. Nobody's looking at you. Yeah um remove okay remove okay let's look at this one this is um i don't know his or her pronouns i think um it's a trans woman i think i'm not sure but let's look at what she's saying just started reading the quran and i am so excited about it people thought when i first asked that i just wanted to read it out of curiosity but i want to read it to study it i started following somebody on social media that teaches the quran and hosts a quran book club for muslims and non-muslims so i'm really excited to start going to that she was describing the chapter of the bee and that just blew my mind like the way that she describes things and the way that the quran describes things actually makes sense to me and also did you know that allah is beyond gender did you know that actually scholars believe that there are two Qurans, the Quran of nature and the Quran, the actual book. And did you know that each chapter is named after a natural phenomenon? I just, I don't know. This whole book is just blowing my mind and I am so excited. I got sticky notes so that I could. So it's very interesting because the way that she's describing the Quran, she's, she, she sounds like a hippie that is into nature stuff, right? So the fact that some of the chapters in the Quran are, are named after natural things like cow like the, you know um you know like the spider she likes that part of it so she thinks like the book is very connected to nature the fact that allah doesn't have a gender uh, she likes that you know her uh, her being lgbtq she likes that part of it so she's just like focusing on things that are relevant to her ideology and she thinks like that makes it you know special in her mind this whole book is just blowing my mind and I am so excited. I got sticky notes so that I could mark out things that I was ex that I was drawn to. And uh, I'm not even through the first chapter and <laughs> I already have a bunch of sticky notes. I'm definitely going to have to buy more tabs. I'm honestly having a whole revolution with myself where the way that I describe the universe and the things that I believe in are actually described in the Quran of believing in Allah. And I, I've never thought that I believed in God before. And now I'm really having a revolution of self of... I think I actually believe in God. If you've been curious, I really recommend it. There are a lot of people who are converting. There's a lot of people who are reading it. I'm not saying I'm gonna convert. I'm not saying that I wouldn't. Um, and I don't know. I just, I know that this is exactly what I need right now. I just wanted to say thank you and just point out how excited I am. Yeah. There's a lot of these guys. By the way, there's a wave of these videos all over social media. And it's all happening after Hamas's attack on Israel. So it's, it's, again, very, very bizarre to me that we're seeing a wave of converts to Islam as a response of the greatest mass genocide of Jewish people, genocidal attack on Jewish people since World War II. So, yeah, amazing response. Fantastic. I, I, don't, great. I don't really un understand her 
her points of view. Like even if the Quran is the best book ever and teaches only about peace and and uh, such things, but does she know what uh, what Muslim countries do to LGBTQ people? It doesn't take a lot of common sense to to understand that probably if every single Muslim country isn't uh, treating LGBTQ people well, maybe something there, there is something in Islam causing it. Of course, it, it might be also cultural because they are of culture, but I, I think that Islam is a big part of it. I, I, I'm just... Yeah, I I'm mean, she might, she might say that this is not uh, in the Quran. She might say like like those are just but evil for governments. Example, uh, for example, in in the Quran, like maybe maybe I can find it. Uh, it should be like Surah twenty four, yeah. maybe that you can only uh, uh, have a relationship with the the women you married to. I think it's Surah twenty four. No, mm, I can find it. Yeah, at the, at the beginning um, of this TikTok, I thought she was just saying like, oh, she really likes the like this mythology behind the Quran, like the stories and stuff. So I thought like, okay, whatever, like you can like whatever stories you want. But then at the end, when she started adding the like considering converting and how now she believes mm -hmm. in God, like okay, no, so, <laughs> like I don't know, it's this has to be like peak peak comedy to see like a trans woman who's like super woke converting to Islam. Like I'm sure like some conservative Christian could make like a, a viral comedy skit about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anna, did you find the verse of the, the surah um, that you mentioned? I, I should look into it. Uh, anyways, it should okay, be, no it worries. should be in the, in the 24th surah, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Anna is like, if you keep going like this, Anna is just going to be dropping verses. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you're like, brother, you know, if you read chapter 24, verse two, no, I'm not going to do that. Except I'm not gonna do that. Verse two? Um, about the first verse? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, the way um, you, about... you, did you find it? Um, oh, yeah. I think it's verse two. Words for female and male. For... Mm. Yeah, I did find a verse about God punishing, lashing fornicators, but I don't know if it's telling us who's the fornicator. But anyways, let's go to the next video. I have um, a couple more I want to share. Let me see. Yeah, let's go. Which let's go through it. Anyways, yeah. I'm I'm sure that that uh, we we will eventually find. The, the verse. We will find it. Okay. Let me look at this one. Hold on. Realistic evening. Hey everyone, here is a realistic evening in my life as a Muslim revert. So after I put on some comfortable clothes, I. I mean, I don't know. Uh, do you understand? We're seeing your. You, first of all, you're not covering your her, hair, but like your shirt, I'm seeing your hands. I'm seeing the, the shape of your body and everything. This is very un-Islamic. Very on it, like uh, you, you right now. Just... I'm dressed more Islamic than hair, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> yeah, long sleeves and pretty uh baggy shirt. Like, my shirt is pretty baggy. Oh. 
Yes, I at least I can't see the shape of your body. I can see hers. So this is weird. I've never thought like, in my um, life. Yeah, go on. I was gonna say like this video is giving all means sinful thoughts, so it's very un-Islamic. Yes, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, but I never thought ever that I would see somebody posting a video of a woman without a hijab and these clothes and saying, Here's my routine as a Muslim revert. Like this is like not something I've ever maybe she, she shows herself before. Maybe she show, shows herself mm. before she converted? No? Yeah. Oh like, wait, I forgot to read. Yeah, maybe maybe this is before and after. No, no, this is a this is the entirety of her. I forgot to read some super chats, by the way. Let me actually read this and then we'll go to the video. Uh reincarnation entertainment is saying, guys, please consider donating to Atheist Republic. They are the best atheist uh based atheists out there. Okay, well, thank you. I mean, I mean I wouldn't describe us like that, but thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and then we get another super chat from Alex. Alex. Alex is saying, white women have the greatest social currency. I don't know how you measure social currency, but um, but okay. I don't know. Do you agree with that, Anna? Do you have the highest social currency? I don't know, really know. <laughs> I mean, I know. how, how yeah. can I know this? But uh, uh, among the Muslims, if I convert, I would definitely have the highest, the highest yes, value. Yes, I agree. The highest value. Yes, I think Alex is saying that like if you go to a lot of like third world countries, not even third, world, like in countries where like uh, white people are not the majority, or like there's like a it's like dudes really have a thing for like white women. I think that's what he's referring to. Ah, uh, yes, probably. Um, okay. But I don't know if they have the highest social currency because social currency comes with a lot of political power, like. So they have some advantages in some places, but they have disadvantages in other social situations, like I don't know, uh, political power, for example. But yeah, let's see what what she's saying. This newcomer. Hey everyone, here is a realistic evening in my life as a Muslim revert. So after I put on some comfortable clothes, I usually start by making dinner. My husband is from India, and thankfully I love Indian food, and I absolutely love to cook. So tonight I made ande kasalan, which is like egg curry with a little bit of potato in it. It's like one of my favorite dishes, and it turned out really well, so it was so good. I'm so happy. After dinner, I prayed salah, and I've started writing down the English translation on a piece of paper. I've been praying for years, so like I already know the recitations and everything, but I feel like when I feel disconnected from my prayer, I'll write down what it means in English so I can like reconnect with what I'm saying. Because I feel like if I'm just like reciting in Arabic and I don't really know what I'm saying, it kind of defeats the purpose. So yeah, if you're someone who's trying to like learn how to pray or trying to like reconnect with your prayer, that helps a lot. And I've also noticed like whenever I'm on the prayer mat, my cats are like all over me. They're like, they never leave me alone while I'm praying. Then I put away some laundry and got in the shower and did my skincare routine. Another thing that I've started doing is a gratitude journal before bed, like just to like write down all the things throughout the day that I'm really thankful for and all the blessings that Allah has given me in my life. And yeah, that is my very simple night routine. See you guys. Bye. Hmm. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, it's so upset, right? Because she's just, uh, she don't really explain why she converted or whatever. Like, oh. And uh, writing a gratitude journal is not a Muslim thing. It's just like, um, it's just a thing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, um, 
guys Everyone? the video was cut for me uh when when oh, she prepared wanna... prepared food for her husband so uh if you can okay, me... just describe maybe yeah i'll play it I will play it for you again. It's a short video. I will oh, play it for okay. you again. Watch it, watch it. Okay. Hey everyone, here is a realistic evening in my life as a Muslim revert. So after I put on some comfortable clothes, I usually start by making dinner. My husband is from India and thankfully I love Indian food and I absolutely love to cook. So tonight I made ande kasalan, which is like egg curry with a little bit of potato in it. It's like one of my favorite dishes and it turned out really well. So it was so good. I'm so happy. After dinner, I prayed salah and I've started writing down the English translation on a piece of paper. I've been praying for years. So like I already know the recitations and everything but i feel like when i feel disconnected from my prayer i'll write down what it means in english so i can like reconnect with what i'm saying because i feel like if i'm just like reciting in arabic and i don't really know what i'm saying it kind of defeats the purpose so yeah if you're someone who's trying to like learn how to pray or trying to like reconnect with your prayer that helps a lot and i've also noticed like whenever i'm on the prayer mat my cats are like all over me they're like they never leave me alone while i'm praying then i put away some laundry and got in the shower and did my skincare routine another thing that i've started doing is a gratitude journal before bed like just to like write down all the things throughout the day that i'm really thankful for and all the blessings that allah has given me in my life and yeah that is my very simple night routine see you guys bye all right what do you think anna um well a lot of muslim women don't wear hijab at all at home but if you are going to do a video it's probably a good idea to wear a hijab like you are showing yourself not only to your husband but also to a bunch of other people so i i'm pretty sure that not wearing a hijab on video is uh, at least not advisable i'm not sure what the quranic uh, ruling on this is uh, but anyways, also her cats on, on her mat, isn't it like uh, you, you should wash your hands before before the Salah and uh, she's touching her cats? I'm, I'm, is it permissible? Yeah, it's completely permissible. It's cats. It's not a dog. Oh, so, so a dog ruins it and, a cats, <clears throat> and cats are still okay. Oh, cats are more than okay. Cats are holy. I mean, cats okay. are celebrated. Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't know this, but like, uh, I, I think it's a little bit weird that the cats go over MS, uh, Salamat, uh, the, the mat where, where yeah. she performs. Anyways, um, like, I, I don't understand if she understands what Islam is standing for, if she just recently started to look into the translations and still doesn't know uh, the, the prayers uh, by heart. It seems like she doesn't know them by heart if, she, if she's praying with the, with the, uh, with the, with the, with the paper. I, I don't know. Yeah. So here's the, here are the things I got from it, right? So let me mm -hmm. see. Somebody in the live chat mentioned this, and I want to respond to it. So... Nick is saying her comments seems more about rituals than belief. I don't agree with that because there are two things that I saw in the video that shows to me that this is very much about beliefs. The fact that she has when she's doing Salat, which is basically the Islamic prayer, she has the English words there means that she doesn't want this to just be rituals. She wants to she wants the English. Uh, she wants to read it in English because she wants to connect with the what she's saying. It matters to her what she's saying. So it's very much about 
the belief as well. She wants to, when she translates this to English and when she's doing the Salah, she's reading the English as well. That means she's doing her best to make sure that this is not just a ritualistic thing, that this is actually a faith thing, that she has intentionality. But, but uh, she also in, said, I think she said that she uh, prays for years and only now looked at the translations, something like this. Did I hear it? Yeah, correctly? yeah, but I don't, I don't. Um, let me actually go back to see if she's so said it was that so good. I'm so happy. After dinner, I prayed Salah and I've started writing down the English translation on a piece of paper. I've been praying for years, so like I already know the recitations mm. and everything, but I feel like when so she knows the recitation in Arabic, so she has memorized the recitations in Arabic because she's been praying for years, uh -huh. but she's making an effort to understand the English because she wants to make sure that she, uh, she knows what she's saying when she's doing the Arabic. To me, that seems that she's trying to go from just this mm -hmm. being just a ritual to this being more about actually genuine, purposeful belief, right? And also the whole idea of when she's praying, the cat's coming towards her, She's that's also a bad belief. She thinks that this is, she's connecting with God and the cat's coming towards her, it shows that there's something spiritual happening here. She's like, that's what she's saying. She's like, whenever I'm praying, I don't know why the cat's coming. We have to understand in, in Islam, cats are, I mean, holy is not the right word, but they're more spiritual. Cats are very, the, Islam for some reason really loves cats, right? Cats seem to be good creatures. And the fact that when she's praying, the cats come towards her, she's seeing that as a sign that she's making a real spiritual connection. And that's, that spiritual energy is attracting the cats. That's what's yeah, I, I think so that one of yeah, one yeah. of the greatest transmitters of uh, Muhammad Hadith's like uh, Abu Huraira, something like this. Yeah. Uh, the the father Do of you know cats. these things, Anna. God damn it! You know? <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> yes, yes, Abu Huraira. Abu Huraira is the father of cats. Yeah. So uh, Hadith, um, the, I think the main person, the number one person that has as a Hadith transmitter, the main source is Aisha. But after Aisha, it's mm -hmm. Abu Huraira. Abu Huraira is the second person that is the number two transmitters of Hadith in Islam. And Abu Huraira just literally means the father of cats. Yeah. Or, or like I prefer to call him Cat Daddy. I prefer that. Sir. I think that's a more uh, cooler name for him. Um, another thing is that I noticed about this video was at the very beginning because she's talking about her as her you know, her rituals, um, her days as a Muslim, and she talks about food. Look, look at this, look at the beginning. Hey everyone, here is a realistic evening in my life as a Muslim revert. So after I put on some comfortable clothes, I usually start by making dinner. My husband is from India and thankfully I love Indian food and I absolutely love to cook. So tonight I made ande kasalan, which is like egg curry with a little bit of potato. So here's the thing, the fact that she's talking about the food in a video about her day as a Muslim, to me suggests that, you know, converting to Islam is a lot about aesthetics because there's nothing about this food that makes it Islamic food. This is not Islamic food. This is just Indian food, right? But I think to the eyes of a lot of people from outside of Islam, as long as it's from that region, it's just part of the package, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, India is so considered a lot about uh, the region of Islam. I, I'm not so yeah, so sure that Indian it, food yeah. is... 
I know exactly. It doesn't really ma- it doesn't make any sense. It it's not relevant to Islam. I mean, this is India we're talking. It's not even like Pakistan or Saudi Arabia. But I mean, even if it was, even if this was like, for example, Iranian food, that would not make it Islamic food. Even if it was Saudi Arabian food, okay, that would not mean it's Islamic food. But again, it doesn't really matter. If you would say, if you would say, I prepare, I prepared the meat and I checked if it's halal and if it was, uh, uh, like exactly, you know, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about. That's great. That would make it more in line with Islamic. Like if, like, okay, before I've prepared my food, I check to make sure it has the halal thing on it. Anna, you you're genius. Exactly. That's what that would mean. That would make it relevant to you being a Muslim, not you showing us Indian food. But again, I think this is a very surface level understanding of what's Islamic just because it's India. Like you're you're showing the non, you're showing how you're eating it. And I think that's just makes it Islamic in their mind. Yeah. Um we got two super stickers, a super sticker and a super chat, secular Sakai. Just gave us a super sticker. Thank you so much, Super uh, Secular Sakai. And Dijan, yeah, Dijan also gave us a super chat. Thank you guys. Very much appreciate you guys supporting the channel. Um, all right, let's look at another video. I have am I is this I think a lot of people consider this to be torture. Are am I torturing you guys? Is this okay? Oh, let me show you this video so that because Vikram said that this is trolling. I just want to show you how serious all of this is, right? So, so this is more in line with what happened in Israel, right? So a lot of these, again, this is not people saying that, I will show you more videos of people saying that they're Muslim or they're converting to Islam or blah, blah, blah. But I just wanted to show you how serious of the of a wave this is, right? This is in Oakland's uh, congressional hearing regarding to uh, condemning Hamas and a whole bunch of people, young people showed up to to fight that, to basically show their opposition against that. Um, and it, it includes a lot of Westerners who are not Muslim um, or basically are either not Muslim or basically wouldn't be considered Muslim by a lot of people. I just wanted to show you how serious of a wave, of an ideological wave all of this nonsense nonsense is and it's it's not just a troll on, on the internet so let's like listen to this been beheadings of babies and rapings israel murdered their own people on october 7th calling hamas a terror so by the way this is the conspiracy theory that people a lot of people are having that it was israel on october 7th it was israel that murdered their own people it wasn't hamas it was israeli helicopters just coming out and the festival and shooting their own people so that's a conspiracy people a theory that a lot of people are spreading around the internet which is insane but again, this is insane, YouTube. We're not sharing that. We, we don't believe in that conspiracy theory. We're just showing you how insane some people are. So listen to her again. Been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. I support the right of Palestinians to resist occupation, including through Hamas, the armed wing of the unified Palestinian resistance. As an Arab, asking with this context to condemn Hamas is very anti-Arab racist. The notion that this was a massacre of Jews is a fabricated narrative. Many of those killed on October 7th, including children, were killed by the IDF. An amendment condemning Hamas is bald propaganda meant to...
Thank you. Your time is up. To hear them complain about Hamas violence is like listening to a wife beater complain when his wife finally stands up and fights back. Question. Did anyone else notice that those who oppose this resolution are old white supremacists? There's been a lot of atrocity propaganda ranging from claims of beheaded babies to mass rape. Hamas is not a terrorist organization just because the U.S. and Israel um, deems it so. Hamas is a resistance organization that is fighting for the liberation of Palestinian people and their land. Yeah, so what do you think about that? Like, um, about the last comment that Hamas isn't a terrorist organization just because Israel and the U.S. condemn it. So, well, please look what Hamas did before the war with people it suspected, suspected were uh, uh, mm-hmm. having any ties with Israel. It was murdering and torturing Gazians. And even in this war, they they took several Muslims hostages. They kidnapped several Muslims. You you don't only like you 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 are not condemning them not only for the sake of the all the crimes they did for the Jews. They also do crimes against Arabs and Muslims. So basically, mm. you you are just uh, you are ignoring the facts. It doesn't take a lot of common sense to look at the the pictures the videos the those who returned okay the um like there there was Aisha Ziadna who just returned from from uh, Gaza she was kidnapped in Gaza a Muslim girl named Aisha like the most Islamic name probably kidnapped in Gaza she just returned please look look at these stories of Muslims who suffered from from Hamas you don't have to be mm-hmm. a great Jewish lover in order to unequivocally condemn Hamas. I'm not a, a great lover of, of Shias, but if there is a terrorist organization that wants to kill all Shias, I will condemn it. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, we got a couple of super chats. I'm just going to read those really quick. All callers are saying, this girl, shake my head. We shouldn't be spending money on her. I don't know what you mean by that. She's for the streets? What is this comment? Um, I don't understand it. Armin, I'm being ironic, obviously. Okay, I don't know what you mean, but I think if you're making fun... Um, if, if you mean what I think you're meaning, I, I think that shouldn't be a joke, even. I don't know what you mean, but I don't like it. I'm but sorry, thank I didn't you for understand the super that chat. either. I, I don't understand I it either. Understand. Yeah. Uh, Razel is saying, if you dig deep enough into any conspiracy theory, it almost always comes come down to the Jews did it. Yeah, a lot of conspiracy theories basically come down to, yeah, it was the Jews. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, Gaijin American saying, are cat and dog fairies halal? Well, I'm going to ask Anna, because you're now the first female Ayatollah. Are cat and dog fairies halal, according to Islam? What do you think? Are cat and dog meat? You you know what I mean? Like to eat them? Fairy? No, no fairies. Do you know what fairies yeah, are? She, I don't oh think she knows what a no. fairy is. Oh, oh you, I don't you know poor, what a fairy poor is. child. It's <laughs> people <laughs> who dress up as animals and have uh, sexual stuff with each other. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
Like I completely <laughs> lost, lost it. <laughs> That was the best reaction ever. Oh my god! Oh god! This is beautiful. This is such a special moment. You don't know what fairies are, and this is your introduction to them. Okay. Um, wait. Let me. So I will hold on. Oh, this is fantastic. I'm sorry. I don't what a, know what, what a beautiful. Oh yeah. No, don't be sorry. You should. We're sorry. We're sorry that we're introducing you to this. Um, these are fairies, right? So, oh, people who like to dress up like that. that. Oh, hold on. Oh. You have to wait. So, it's like people in costumes? <laughs> yeah, people in costumes, but more for sexual reasons. <laughs> so, people like people who are turned on by stuff like this. Okay. Uh, so, I'm pretty sure it's not um, Islamic. But uh, I'm it's not fine. sure if there is a person about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe maybe the cats are and the dogs aren't. <laughs> yeah. I feel like some people could say that uh, wearing a furry outfit is even more like Islamic than wearing a burqa because it hides more Why? of your skin. I mean, I don't know if people are turned on by it. I don't think so. I mean, what? what um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think but, it's halal. But, I don't think it's halal. But but hijab hijab is to uh, prevent men from ter getting turned on. So if you are turned on on by this, it's probably not halal. Exactly. I, I don't know. Exactly. Anyways, I think exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, okay, but what if you're turned on by the hijab? Then what? If if you're if oh. what are you supposed to do? <laughs> I actually you... I actually I think that I heard from several Iranians that they are so used to women wearing hijabs that like your yeah, Im imagination starts to work overtime <laughs> in the yes, even even exactly. when you, when you see shadows and and such uh, clothing. Yes, yes. So uh, if if you are a woman and there's a man that gets really turned on by the hijab, are you, Islamically, are you supposed to take off your hijab in front of him? <laughs> That's an important question. So Gajan American gave us another super chat saying, is the pseudo holiness of cats due to influence from Ishtar? Uh, cats uh, are her sacred. Oh, yeah. So that's a Egyptian goddess, right? Ishtar. Uh, cats are her sacred animal and and oh no the Bast Bastet is the Egyptian goddess who's a who's a cat. Yeah, no, it's not from it's not from Egyptian mythology. It, it's not from that. It's not relevant to that. Um I want to play a video from a man converting to Islam because we're doing so many women. So Let's do at least I can definitely one understand man. why a man wants to con to convert. Like in you order could? to I have four wives or something yeah. like this. <laughs> you know, I think like a lot of people say that. A lot of people say Islam is very pro-man and anti-woman. I disagree. I think Islam is more anti-man than anti-woman. It's both anti-woman and anti-man, but it's more anti-man than anti-woman Islam. Right, mm. Islam requires, you know, what what do how is Islam anti-woman? It it tells them that they get half of in, the inheritance. Their testimony is worth half. 
and that you could beat the crap out of them, right? So they get beaten, you know, if they are disobedient. Uh, what is what does Islam want for men? Islam wants to for men to go to jihad, to die, to I mean, as bad as getting slapped by your husband is, you know, having a sword up your ass is even worse, I think. You know, one thing so women, what I say, what I usually say is like according to Islam, women are for beating, men are for die. So Islam is not pro-man, Islam is pro ruling men of you know, the men who are in power so islam takes advantage of women and men for a few men a few men get to use islam to take advantage of both men and women so it's not for men it's for for, for a specific group of men that's what i say mm -hmm. yeah you know, so women are women are treated like uh, sex objects and men are treated like um you know soldiers that are that are just go die for you you know as, as a way for you to maintain power you you give them you promise them you know um but something men, in the afterlife so that they gain more gain more benefits in the afterlife no i i know about the the furies in the afterlife but uh, i never yeah. heard they they do but you know what the problem with that is there is no afterlife, so technically they get nothing. <laughs> like they are promised. No, but, but if you're more... a believing Muslim, you only live in yeah. order to get to the afterlife. Like the afterlife is the yeah. place where everything is, is great. Your yeah, 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 but it's not real. So true, true. So they are. So their men are fooled to believe that they get more, but they don't technically get yeah. anything. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so let's look at this video. I haven't seen this one. So let's look at this this Muslim convert. By the way, as a Muslim man, you're also not covered enough. Like this is hijab is for men as well. So a lot of people don't understand that hijab is not the head covering. Hijab is basically covering in general, and men are supposed to have hijab as well. The hijab, you know, men are supposed to be covered. Um, the chest area needs to be covered and they have to be covered at least all the way up to their knees. So this man is not, you know, um, does not have proper hijab. But he yeah. says before Islam. Like, uh, oh, said, yeah, you're right. Before. Actually, I didn't know what to say. Like before Islam. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. But he's, oh, no, 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 still bad because he posted this video after becoming a Muslim. So he's, you know, he might be turning people on by posting this video so still given that he posted this video after he converted to islam still this is this is a sin yeah so let's get this way oh drinking beer so life as before Islam. oh so getting tattoos this is a oh so he did his shahadat and he Wait, found my soulmate. This is not Islamic. You're posting a picture of so this is after Islam. After Islam, you're posting a picture of your wife without hijab. This is on Islamic. Okay, so we're going to pro Palestine. Also, you're posting music. That's not halal either. That's not halal at all. 
So that was a man converting to Islam. Let's do. Um, oh, let's go back to this lady. What do you guys think about the video? By the way, oh, it's very strange. Like, like, for example, like uh, quitting alcohol and working out. Like that has nothing to do with Islam. Like tons of atheists do that. Ton tons of atheists stop drinking and work out. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't drink alcohol. I mean, I drink alcohol like twice a year. And even if I do, I drink like half a glass um, just so that I'm, you know, I'm not a buzzkill, you know, in a like maybe in a birthday and a new year, maybe twice, twice a year max. And I try to drink as little as possible because alcohol is bad for you. So, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I basically don't drink anymore, maybe like once in a while. Yeah. Go, go on, Anna. I think, I think that, uh, I, a recruiting, uh, uh, not recruiting, uh, returning team on this on these videos is that they feel a little bit lost. They feel a little bit that, like they need something uh, more spiritual in the, their life, and this is one of the reasons they go to Islam. Do do you agree with yeah. this? That that, um, this is, well, that this is also giving some uh, fulfillment. Purpose. That's what Purpose, they say. Yeah. Yes, they say like, yeah, I see that a lot of people convert to Christianity. They say the same thing that they felt lost and then they converted to Christianity and now they're not lost. I, that's a common theme. I see that. Um, I think. Okay, so let me see what we got a couple of super chats. Gaijin American saying it is. Is it halal to turn? <laughs> wait, hold on, let me see. We, we can't see Anna. To turn pages, to turn Quran pages with a furry paw. Uh, rotate between Shador, hazmat suits, and furry suits. Okay, what do you think, Anna? Is that hello? I, I, I don't know what you're you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't touch the Quranic text, no. And if if the fairy paw makes you touch the Quranic text, it's probably not. <laughs> yes, like, I mean, based on my understanding of what fairies do and their private time, I would think that the fairy paws are filled with cum. And I don't think you're supposed to touch Quran pages with that. So don't do that. You're supposed if you touch the Quranic pages, you're supposed to have vizu on, and nothing najas is supposed to be touching Quranic pages. And I think given that come is najas in Islam, I don't think you should be touching the Quranic pages with that. Right? Again, my I, I don't know if it is or not. I mean, I don't know if my understanding of what fairies do with those uh, suits is accurate or not. So there's that. Uh, Troyal is saying there is a check. Okay, so I don't need to read that. P-R-O-N producer that specifically produces hijab theme, uh, P-R-O-N. It's called mm -hmm. With Muslims, You're Welcome. So guys, if you're into that, uh, Troyal just introduced you guys to a whole, you know, <laughs> bank no. of adult videos yeah no you're not into that okay let's look at this one okay i i, I oh, hate instagram because i can Majnuna again Majnuna. like like yeah, she, she says uh, assalamu alaikum ya habibi like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah okay someone me, that they're not a muslim let me play this mm -hmm. oh my god why is instagram like this 
I hate Instagram. Assalamu alaikum. I have now been Muslim for five days and I feel like I joined a secret society because whenever I say salam alaikum to a Muslim, they will say walaikum salam back to me. So I feel like we have secret code words. And I mean, that's not very secret. How is that secret? Everybody knows but this. Like, I don't we know have the same. You don't have to be a Muslim to say assalamu alaikum. We, we say like you have, yeah. uh, in Hebrew, we have shalom aleichem. And it, it, it's yes. not uh, exclusively Muslim. It's Arabic. It's also like, yeah, yeah, you said the Hebrew version of it, but you could be an atheist or you could be a Christian Arab mm -hmm. and you would say, Assalamu alaikum and alaikum assalam. So a Christian Arab would like say in, hi in the same in way. Persian, in Persian, it's the, the like in Persian, you say salam. In, in Urdu, you say assalamu alaikum. And this is how you, you start your conversation, even, even as an atheist. As an atheist, as an atheist, I yeah. I slide my Persian show every time, and, and I say salam to people. I like salam That's what I say. So I don't know. And yeah. even if it was only a Muslim thing, how is it secret? You know, if this is like everybody is aware that this is how what people say. Like, okay, I don't think she knows the definition of secret. Like, I don't know. And yeah, and um, I, was I was reading was from the Quran. I was going to yeah, say, go I I grew up Hindu. And just out of respect, when we were talking to my Muslim friends and stuff, we at least when I was a kid, we'd often like say "Assalamu alaikum." You know, it's, it was nothing like uh, you didn't have to be Muslim to say it. Was more like a sign of respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's see what she said. And it basically verifies what I've been thinking this last week. Okay, in the Quran, it is in El Nisa four ninety four. The, the surah is Al-Nisa, chapter 4, and it is verse 94. Believers, when you go forth in the cause of God, make due investigation and do not say to those who offer you the greeting of peace, you are no believer because you seek the good things of this life. With God, there are good things in plenty. You yourself were in the same position before, but God conferred his special favor on you. Therefore, take care to investigate. Surely God is well aware of what you do. So I was reading this passage and I found out that the history behind it was during war days, the Muslims would use Salam Alaikum and Walaikum Salam in order to verify if they were a friend or if they were an enemy in the war. So it's basically like a secret code word. <laughs> Second of all, I mean, this is the dumbest secret code word because everybody could hear you. So the enemy, if it's if it's how you determine somebody's an enemy, you do understand that your enemy, your enemy spies, could just simply say "Alaikum Assalam" and like this is not a, this is not this is not gonna work. Like you go like, oh, you're a spy. Well, Salam Alaikum. Ah, uh, you you can't if you're not a Muslim, you're not gonna be able to say "Alaikum Assalam" to me. And they're gonna go like, oh, "Alaikum Assalam." Like, oh, okay. Can't be a spy. Can't be a spy. You must be an ally because you just said alaikum assalam. There's no way an enemy spy would be able to utter those words. Like I don't know what the hell is she talking about. This is not gonna. This is not the best no, way to figure also, out who's the also, enemy and who's not. Linguistically, I don't, I don't think know. it's it's only Arabic. I mean, we have the same in Hebrew. We sh you should say like yes. shalom aleichem, aleichem shalom. It's the same. 
exactly the same. <laughs> I don't know if you guys watched them. Um... Instead of Shin, say Sin, and and it's the same. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you go, guys go watched on, the, the Avengers, but like they had that scene when like there was that movie where like they all like all the spies telling each other's ears like hail Hydra. She's kind of making it. She makes it seem like something is somehow like it must be equivalent of hail Hydra, you know. But it's not even that because you could simply say if you're so, if it would be more like that if somebody said like the enemies of this Hydra people would not be able to respond hail Hydra. So if you're a spy, they say hail Hydra, and we're like, oh my god, I can't say that back. And we're like, aha, you're not our friend, and they will get you. Like I don't know how that works. I felt like there's a deeper meaning to this passage also, and. I got from it that you basically can't tell someone else that, no, you're not a Muslim because you do this or you do that. Uh, you're not a Muslim. Like, we don't have the authority to tell someone that they're not a Muslim. Oh, a lot of people probably are telling her that she's not a Muslim because she doesn't wear the hijab, right? Um, and I think, like, she's like, oh, you don't have the authority. Um, that's up to Allah only. And if they believe in Allah and the final prophet, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, then we have no say in telling them anything about if they're a Muslim or not. So I felt like there were two meanings to this passage. And I'm not sure if this... I mean, I'm not getting that meaning out of that passage at all. I don't think it's relevant re relevant said, at all to what you're like saying. 424, is that the passage she, she said? Maybe we should look up Did she say 424? 424 Which is way? not a passage you want to look at. 424 <laughs> no. is the is the slavery one. Is taking is okay. So let me see. Quran. Can you can you re rewind the the video? Maybe maybe I didn't. Hear no, it. because it's because it's Instagram. Instagram doesn't let oh. you rewind. It's such a. I should have downloaded yeah. this video. It's so stupid. Why do people? Why is Instagram videos like this? Like if I want to get back to that, I have to let it finish and then go back all the way. To where what Instagram is so stupid. I hate I hate videos on Instagram. I should have downloaded this one. I don't know why this one is not. Let me try to download it anyways. Let's let's listen to the very end and see then what she's saying. The second meaning, um, like anyone else caught that, but I I felt like that Allah he's he's saying that also. I feel that so many verses in the Quran. Are talking about so many different things at the same time like if you read the verse multiple times you will get multiple different meanings subhanallah 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 so let's just see if she was talking about verse uh 24. i can be a better muslim than her i'm serious <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah, probably you're right but let's just see if she gets to... I have now been Muslim for five days and I feel like I joined a secret society because whenever I say salam alaikum to a Muslim they will say walaikum salam back to me so I feel like we have secret code words and I was reading from the Quran and it basically verifies what i've been thinking this last week okay in the quran it is in el nisa, nisa. 494 okay 494 not 24 but i'm gonna i'm gonna i don't care i'm gonna i'm gonna use 24 as an because el nisa verse 24 is that verse that tells people 
Um, let me see what translation that do I have. I'm just going to go with this one. Um, so this is the verse that tells you to, that that you are allowed to R-A-P-E uh, slaves, you know, sex slaves. Mm -hmm. So here. Also forbidden are married women except female captives in your position. Let me put this. Okay, so this was verified. Okay, so yeah, the footnote also clarifies this. So basically, this is the following, the verse, this is ver chapter 4, verse 24. If you look at chapter 4, verse 23, basically the verse that comes up before this, is talking to you about the woman that you are not allowed to have sex with. So this is the continuation mm -hmm. of that list. So it follows, it says, the forbidden are, like, so you're not allowed to have sex with who? with married women. So the Quran is telling you, obviously, the Quran would say that, that you're not allowed to have sex with married women, except, so the Quran is telling you that you are allowed to have sex with certain married women. So this is weird because like, wait, there are women, there are married women that I can have sex with, except, yes, female captives. So basically, this is what Hamas is doing. So if, if you capture a woman in war, even if she's married, you can have sex with her, and basically by sex it means rape because she has a she has a husband, you know she's not married to you, but you can still take her, right? Uh, so it's so a female captives in your position. Again, this is guys, this is the Quran. The Quran is telling you that you are allowed to have sex with married women that you have captured in war. This is the Quranic verse. Um, and again, so this shows that Hamas, when they when when they were attacking Israel, when they were RAPEing women, and when they, when they now um, doing that to certain hostages, this is completely in accordance with the with Islam. So this is the footnote that this translation has added. Again, this is not part of the Quran, but let's see what the footnote is saying. A man was not allowed to have a relationship with a bond uh, woman, basically a slave, a captive, who had taken. Who had who he had taken captive in war unless he made sure she was not pregnant. Okay, so even the footnote is telling you that the only time that you cannot have sex with her uh, is that if she's pregnant. So again, this is not in the Quranic verse, but so the, the basically after like, a month, basically after a month, according to this footnote, which is like doing the Quran better, right? Uh, after yeah. a month, you can have whatever you want with her because she will get the uh, demonstration. Yeah, but yeah, but like if she has a menstruation, then you could obviously have sex with her. But it's interesting mm -hmm. because even the footnote is not telling you not to rape uh, your captives. It's just telling you to make sure they're not pregnant before you do so, which is yeah. Just just wait one month to see if she has menstruation or not, and. Um, if, I mean, if, if she, she has, has or, or as long as it takes to see that she has a if she has her period, like maybe she has her period in three days, mm -hmm. then you know, like she's not yeah. pregnant, then that's fine. Yeah. yeah. By the way, this this lady has a lot other video, a lot more videos. By the way, um, and also, um, Vikram, you said she's a troll. She's if she's a troll, she's been so effective. She's been even on Al Jazeera talking about her conversion and everything, so you can see that. So she's a. <laughs> this is all pretty serious. You know what? What like really, doing... really shocks me that she she takes verses from Alnisa. She took the ninety four verse, but the she 
it seems like she's ignoring the all the awful verses in the in right in the beginning. Okay, Alnisa is is starting awful and getting awful towards the verse twenty, and then taking like a verse from. It means that she didn't even bother to read the entire surah. She didn't bother yeah. to do this. She's talking about it in on a video. I won't. I won't talk about the the Quran about a surah that I already read without like looking into the seers, without looking into facts, something like to to bring extra knowledge. Maybe I wouldn't. I wouldn't do this. Okay, I wouldn't start yeah. a channel to talk about being a Muslim if I don't know enough about Islam. And I think that, that I don't know about Islam enough. So she's yeah. she's just crazy. She's crazy. honestly, I get the impression that sorry, sorry, I didn't interrupt you. I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah, I get the impression that um, uh, she because when I look at her engagement uh, before she converted to Islam and after, like the engagement on her post, I get the impression that a lot of it is because she's trying to get uh, followers and likes and comments from Muslims. So she's targeting that audience and she's just like kind of acting for them. Because like she just like my Muslim friends back home would hate her. She's like, she's not presenting Islam properly. Well, I mean, you can never tell exactly the uh, true intentions of people unless they tell you, right? So I don't know. I don't think it's... um. I think I don't think it's for us to guess why she's doing it. She's you know we could just observe what we what we can observe. Um, I, I don't know if you agree with this, but I think that most Muslims, most religious Muslims, would be a little bit pissed off that this uh, woman tries to represent them. I I, I mean I I would probably be, be pissed off because she isn't wearing the hijab and she only. Uh, talks ab about very few verses and it seems like she doesn't understand them at all. Uh, I would be pr pretty pissed off. I'm <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like yeah, if, it's, it's, if, it's, if it's I want to... Go on, you guys. You guys go. No, I was saying, like, she's just been Muslim for five days in one video and she's already, like, starting to explain everything about Islam. It's like, just, you're just new to this. You know, there's a lot of stuff you don't know yet. Wait till you know and then you talk about it, you know? It's the dunning Kruger so effect. I know this. Yeah. I I just thought about it. It's the dunning Kruger effect. She just started and she feels like she knows everything and can explain everything. And this is why she, she's doing these videos. Like she thinks she knows enough about Islam to explain it to others. She actually thinks that she's knowledgeable about Islam. <laughs> Yeah, but like, if I wanted to if I wanted to defend her, I would say like, no, listen, I'm not saying I am very knowledgeable. I'm just sharing you my experience. It might be flawed, but this is my experience, and I'm just sharing it. So that's why my she she might say in return. Um, but, and also but she's trying to explain yeah, verses to others. She's trying to explain verses to her yes. audience. Yes. It means that at least she thinks that she understands these verses. Good point. At, at a good minimum. Point, good point. Good point. You and know, oh, Unicorn yeah, go in the live chat made a point that I've noticed before. 
So like Muslim five days and now she has a slight Arab accent. Like the amount of like Muslim convert videos that I've seen where like the guy was like either atheist or Christian his whole life living in like a Western country, his entire life just converted to Islam. And now he has a slight Arab accent. It's like, where did that come from? Like, even if you convert, where would your accent change? <laughs> well, I mean, people can do an accent because I think it looks more genuine if you try to do the accent, I think. That's why. Um, also, a lot of Muslims... Was, it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, I've seen some Muslims hate on people like this, but there are also plenty of Muslims who are saying, like, you know what? We shouldn't be picky if somebody is not being completely putting on the hijab or still sinning. Uh, who are we to judge? They are. This is just the beginning. You know, it, you, you don't have to follow all the rules to be a Muslim. You just have to believe to be a Muslim. Those could come later. Like they, a lot, some Muslims will say, like if 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 the conditions for Islam was for you to follow all the rules to be a Muslim then they wouldn't tell you to do the shahadat and you're a muslim they would they will tell you to do the shahada and also follow all these rules so who are we as a muslim to tell you that you're not a muslim because you're not following the rules when allah himself tells you that just doing the shahadat is enough for you to be a muslim so if you're a muslim and telling them like oh why don't you have the hijab uh, on why why are you drinking alcohol why are you doing this why are you doing that so as a muslim i could say oh you're being more picky than Allah because Allah didn't say that those are all conditions for being a Muslim. Allah said that you only need to do the shahada to be a Muslim. You know, um, you could learn all those things slowly and later. So why are Muslims but being more picky than Allah? Hmm. What about the praying that you're supposed to do five prayers a day and it's in Arkan al-Islam? Like, yeah, you're can not... You can you uh, be considered a Muslim if you don't know how to pray? Yes, That's my question. You could because you could be a Muslim. You're you're a Muslim who's not doing everything he or she is supposed to do. You're a sinning Muslim. Muslim. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're, you're a sinning Muslim. That but Allah, you're sinning. You're a sinning Muslim. But again, Allah forgives sins. You know, you don't know if mm -hmm. the sinning Muslim eventually will start praying and do toba for not sinning for not praying before. So why are we, you know, I, if Allah forgives, why are we being like, oh, you're such a hypocrite? Allah is so yes, easily. If Allah, yeah, Allah is all forgiving, if Allah is all forgiving, like why all Muslims pray? You know, you can just uh, ask for service from Allah if if Allah is all forgiving all the time. No, but because because you're tricky because that's not truly believing. Because if you truly believe that this is the right way, because that's just you playing. If you are not praying because Allah forgives, then you don't really feel like you need forgiving. You're just playing a game. And Allah doesn't forgive that. Like a person who asks forgiveness truly believes that they did something wrong. And that's why they want forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And a person who truly believes it's wrong not to pray, then they would pray, actually pray. So that's how you could... Come again. I, I, you could come up with your Islamic questions to Mufti Armin or uh, Ayatollah Armin. I, I know how to answer these better than most Muslims, right? So that was the, that's the response. Again, if you if you say somebody is not a Muslim because they're sinning, technically you're takfiring them, um, and that's what Khawarij used to do. 
and that's not that's not allowed mm -hmm. islamically right by according to islam mm -hmm. anyways so I, that's all that um i don't want to make this uh, stream very long but yeah so guys make sure you subscribe i will have um a lot more I, i'm gonna try to do more videos like these where there's something happening on instagram or TikTok or twitter that is islamic or woke related so just so for a lot of people might not be up to date about what's happening you know, in the world of islam on social media or in the world of you know the woke people on social media and a lot of these a lot of times these two worlds collide so if they do collide then we will definitely turn it into a stream because that would be very interesting but if you guys want to see uh, um, us do more of, you know, more reviews like this, like look at the most recent crazy trends that are happening in the world of religion or wokeism, which is also a religion these days, then make sure you leave a comment and let us know that you want to do, you want to see more videos like this and also like the stream. Guys, if you're watching this on some other platform like Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, then make sure you come up to our YouTube channel, the Atheist Republic YouTube channel, and you subscribe there. Because and also hit the bell notification on our channel so you make sure it tells you when we're going live. We're gonna do I don't know if you guys and I if you're coming or not, but I'm gonna do the same exact show again in a few hours on the Persian channel in Persian. Do you want to come over? Because Anna guys Anna speaks Persian. Do you want to come? Yeah. Yeah, I would be very happy to come. I think it's it's a good idea. Okay. Okay, good. So we'll go do this in a couple. So let me see in one hour. In one hour, we're going to do the same. We're going to go show the same videos on the Persian channel. Yeah. All right, Vikram, do you have any last words before we end the stream? Yeah, thank you very much for having me on. I think as I told you behind the scenes, uh, recently on my YouTube channel, I've been like, I've been going after religions a bit. I pissed off quite a lot of yeah. Christians and Hindus uh, with some of my content. So I felt like now might as well add Muslims to the list, you know? So yeah, <laughs> thank you very much for having me on. Uh, I'd love if you guys watching could consider subscribing to my channel. Uh, it's Vix yes. Life, V I T S L I F E. I would really appreciate it. I have a video where I talk to a stand up comedian in India who went famous for like uh, joking about Hinduism and saying why he's an atheist now. So, yeah, I would really appreciate if you could check it out. And thank you very much, Armin, for having me on. I really, really enjoyed this, and we should have another one in the future. Yes, guys, go subscribe to Vic's life. So he's doing more content on Hinduism, Islam, and Christianity. And he had done an interview recently with an ex-Hindu um, comedian. And a lot of people are pissed off. So make sure you go watch that. Vic's life on YouTube. Anna, you want to say something? I see. No, I just wanted to thank, thank the opportunity. It was a really nice discussion. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. So... Um, if you guys speak Persian, see you over on the Anathis Republic's Persian channel. Again, it's called Jomhuriya Bihodayan if you speak Persian. Uh, if not, we'll see you again on another show on this channel. Uh, make sure you subscribe, all right? Make, and hit the bell notification. Because, guys, hitting the subscribe button is not going to tell you when we're live. You have to hit the bell notification. Okay. All right. Till then, um, everything. I have everything set up. Okay, guys. See you then. Bye. Everything's good.